Hello and welcome to the LARP Noobs. Uh, Dave travelled off to Northern Kingdoms again. Years. 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 I'm extremely jealous and I'm so excited to be here to hear about your adventures. Northern Kingdoms is so freaking good, dude. It's like, um, it's uh, it's so good. It's, it's obviously set in uh, the Witcher universe yeah. based off the books and the games. Yeah. Um, You've been going to a few now, right? Like this is third, fourth? Uh, I, I forget. Like yeah. I feel pretty You're quite established. established yeah. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Like I'm part of the free company now, and and known. I mean, like we're the uh, we're the chief bombardier or whatever. <laughs> like we're in charge of making things go boom. But this time there was only one of the Dubois brothers only going. Uno Dubois. Um, the so Callum um, had a bit of an unfortunate incident happen to him, and his leg is broken, and therefore cannot attend. Uh, this much love, Callum. Very, very much. Um, so I had to solo um, Unbois, Unbois, <laughs> yeah. as they called it in the event. Um, was uh, yeah, it sucked because it was like, man, I, I, I bounce off Callum all the time sure. as the brothers, right? So trying to do single Dubois is very, very challenging. Um, I gave it my all. I tried to channel as much of Callum as I could to try and sure. represent both brothers in one brother form. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, this time we were headed, the free company was headed north to Skellige, which right. is, think of it like... It's like Viking land. Yeah, right? Viking yeah. shit, right? Like, so there's like... Um, they're raiders. And... Yeah, islands. Yeah. They're all uh, kind of... Yeah, fucking Vikings, dude. Yeah. Fucking Vikings. Yeah. Um, one of the free company members... Uh, I think his name was Skell. He was like going back to this island where there was this dead giant on it. Right. Um, who, and he was like claiming the island for himself. I don't understand any of the personal plot, by the way. Right. He's a very, like, very vague understanding of what's going on. Is this a player story or an it's NPC a player. player? Right. So. This had been like, because we get to do downtime as yeah. part of Northern Kingdoms, which is fucking amazing, by the way. Um, he had clearly set it as his personal mission right. to eventually come and take this back through whatever right he had to take over the land again. Right. right. Um, I know that they, like, Skelligan leadership isn't done through bloodline, it's done through something else i don't know i don't want to butcher it because i'm sure people are sitting there going well actually i yeah. think you'll find sure, um, sure, sure. i don't know how skeleton fucking politics works You're du bois. Um, <laughs> i don't need to worry about you that you just worry you know? about Toussaint. yeah you just I, and i do worry about Toussaint. yeah um but we were there and basically the nilf guardians the nilfs the baddies were yeah. on the island and had like set up outposts around the island and we were there to basically kick them off the island that was okay. kind of the gist last time uh we were in the caves and mistakes were made mistakes right. were made and a elder vampire has entered the world and is possibly going to end the world that's pretty high stakes mistakes happen Obviously, I blame Dr. Portal for being so selfish. He tried to sacrifice himself so none of this would happen. And it's just like, well, he didn't sacrifice himself. And now the world's going to end. So, okay. selfish Dr. Portal. Um, so, we had 
so in our downtime, we, me and Callum had written this elaborate thing. So there's this guy called Bo Duval. Yeah. Bo, I'm running priors with. Yes. He's a very rich noble. We might have snuck into his house with a donkey and made his hair into clown hair. Okay. Right. And we thought this was very good fun. We got caught for this. Went up going to a trial with the Duchess, who <laughs> reprimanded us harshly, and we wanted medals. Turns out they wanted to possibly kill us. Yeah. Um, but instead, we were given elocution lessons on how to become good nobles right. by Beauduval, right? Who is also a drunkard and a coward and full of bluster and it's probably I don't know who's worse behaved the Dubois or Beauduval I don't know they're both very badly behaved but we have been put under for one year under his stewardship right meanwhile we are also blowing shit up around uh, the border between Tucson and Nilfgaard okay Uh, we're trying to liberate our homeland from the Nilfgaardians by basically blowing stuff up like two things that we very much enjoy mixed together but we had come up with this idea that maybe um, uh, we should find because Beauduval's grandfather has been held hostage by the Nilfs right so we had a plan that we're going to find out where this Grandpapa is right. His name's Sir Count Roger or something, right? Oh, ridiculous! But um, <laughs> he he was held somewhere in Nilfgaard, and we were like, we must find out where. So we sent. Um, oh, we stopped off uh, to because some dwarfs had um, made it. We had worked out a family deal of inheritance that we wanted twenty percent. That was of the in mine. The, the, uh, mine. the previous mine. Unfortunately, so. the mine isn't there anymore. What? So we don't get 20% because it exploded. Oh. So was that because of the vampire or because of something else? I forget. Like, there was something we definitely weren't to blame or probably weren't to blame. Right. I feel like it wasn't our fault. Right. But it could have been. It could have been. But there is no mountain there anymore. Yeah. It's just a big hole and there's demons. So no 20%. No 20%, which we were very pissed off about. And then we headed south to Tucson. Where we scuttled Ellie, who plays uh, a half elf called Ethelred, right. who is a part of our elfin safety. Um, we she is a very sneaky elf, yeah. uh, so we sent her over the border to go and find out information. Right, and she went off and had a bit of an adventure, finding out bits of information about where Sir Roger is or Count Roger. Okay, um, and we had heard that there was actually. Um, a contact who had information of the whereabouts that was going to meet us at the event. Right. So that was something that we were looking forward to. Okay. Was and all of this was downtime. That was downtime. Right. Okay. And then we went to find uh, the this knight who was looking for the lady in the lake because I remember okay. that we tried to help out that homie and we didn't actually help him out very much. And we were like, we should go and help him out. So we found him. Okay. And then turns out. There are quite a few Tucsonese knights trying to look for the Lady of the Lake. 
Okay. Because they all want this fucking baller sword that's supposed right. to be really fucking kick ass. So, like, loads of them are, like, hanging around at lakes, trying to camp in the best spots near the lakes. And the lady of the lake is is real? Possibly. Possibly, okay. We don't know. Right, right, right. right, right. Um, but we toured around trying to find lakes and stuff. Turned out there's a lot of people, quite selfish people, getting the best camping spots, trying to be there. Right. Um, so we kind of figured possibly that the lady of the lake would come to us if we were chivalrous enough right, right. so if we can be you know <laughs> heroes of Toussaint that we actually are already but like really like you know we're very, yeah we, we yeah get ourselves known yeah she's gonna come to us eventually anyway we just need to be near a lake when we're doing chivalric stuff right right so we were like plodding on our little horses and we hear this boom Okay, okay, this big explosion. And we love a big explosion. Yeah. So we headed over there to find out what was going on. Where was this magnificent boom from? And we found um, a lady who was uh, kind of in the middle of this giant explosion where all the trees had been knocked down around them, okay? Okay. And this was played by our friend May, who, um, yeah, who we gave the name of Merlot to, right? uh, Because she's got amnesia. So we were like, what would the Dubois name her? And we're like, we'll probably name her after something that they really like, right? So we just called her Merlot because that seems a good and it's a fucking great name, yeah, yeah, yeah. So May is now our squire, okay, okay, but. It, like the the weird explosion was yeah, there an explanation for that was that well, her well so there's different types of magic in the game so you have your like your sorceresses yeah blah 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 blah, blah. but there are these things called uh, sources yeah. right and they're like they are innately full of magic and yeah. they can't necessarily control their magic or they don't yeah. know what their powers are and they have to be taught how to use them and then their powers unlock, okay? Okay. But we were like, it's pretty chivalrous for us to protect Merlot right. while she figures out who she is right. and learns to control her powers. So as cover, we get her to be our squire. Okay. So, um, yeah. <laughs> but not... <laughs> but she is actually your squire. Oh, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. She does, yeah, all, she the does all the jobs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> so, and and May is, uh, who was playing Merlot, is, is quite a feisty young lady. Okay, she She's a yeah. feisty young lady. Yeah. Um, but May, to role play as hard as possible... Tried to play the devout squire, which was <laughs> deeply unnerving for everybody involved. She was like, oh, yes, yes, Jean-Michel, I'm coming. And would be really, really polite and helpful. Right, right, Which right. is May. Not the normal. May working very hard to roleplay. That's May's hardest roleplay she's ever done in her life, <laughs> is to be really helpful and polite. It's, yeah. Um... <laughs> So our friend Paige went, uh, she was playing a, uh, a sorceress called Wanda. Um, Paige is just fucking baller at roleplay. Dude, I spoke to her after the event because I'd wanted to know, like, I, I knew a little bit before going in because I'd spoken to her and I was like super excited for her. And when she uh, came back, it was just lots of like whooping. 
She was and amazing. She sounded like she um, had the best time. It's funny to see a player that goes like first Northern Kingdoms event and just she's doing the thing. Yeah. Like I was like, God, she look at it. She. I was like, I can't ever have to remind myself it's her first event because she was out there just fucking. She was talking to all the sorceresses and, and like leading all this plot and getting involved. She had these uh, magic balls that lit up. Um, and we kept on doing the joke where you have to kind of uh, you have to hold down the button to make them turn off and on. Right. And I was like, uh, ah, stupid magic. And it was just like, oh, she was like, oh, but you might have magic in you. And I'm like, there is no magic in me. And then she would hand me the ball, and I'll hold down the button, and then the light would come on. And I'd be like, <laughs> oh shit! And it's like, ah, oh, you are magic. And I'm like, I'm not magic. I'm not magic. Take it back. Um, anyway, Amazing. It's fun doing that. Um, uh, Meredith came along. Uh, she played someone called Kaltin. Uh, Kaltin? Okay. They're another source. She did really, really well. Amazing roleplay. That's not what I want to talk about when it comes to Meredith, okay? Okay. She has not seen all of the Lord of the Rings movies. <laughs> right, okay. And said the second Hobbit movie was really good. Okay. So... You think you know someone and then they come out with that shit. Like... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Look, I know we shouldn't use this platform to call no, people that's out on terrible. stuff, but that is fucking outrageous. The second Hobbit movie. Do you remember what happened in the second Hobbit movie? No. Is that the one where they actually are in the mine? Or oh, sorry, the I don't know. No, I don't remember. No, no, no. I remember vaguely. That's the one... Smaug with... is in it, right? Like at that No, stage. Smaug shows up right at the end because the third movie ends up with Smaug. Oh, that's where he breaks into the thing. But it's also the one that kind of like starts the, the Hobbit elf uh, love line storyline. Um, all that I, stuff I glazed over those Town. movies. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, God, take a look at yourself, Meredith. Um, <laughs> our friend Sophie Wen, who played... Um, a character of a very long title, okay. um, which was re- re- gradually shortened okay. faster and faster to uh, Godie. Um, okay. And Sophie actually won a ticket for Northern Kingdoms in the raffle last year, our Christmas raffle. Oh, amazing. Raffle. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. she got to go. So uh, if you're listening to this and you'll be like, hey, I would quite like to win a ticket to Northern Kingdoms. I actually haven't spoken to Simon about it, but he's. I'm probably going to convince him that it's a good idea to give me tickets. So, sure. um, but yeah, um, go and look at the raffle, yeah. uh, December 1st. Um, but yeah, um, I shouldn't, I shouldn't name all the characters, should I really? Like Songbird, who's our fucking, um, announcer was there. Amazing. Mal, who is a very, well, she's a healer. Right. But it's like malpractice Mal, basically. Right. She's, yeah, questionable ethics and yeah. bedside manner. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. So basically, we got to the site, which was a, uh, a scout camp, right? And scout camps are perfect like LARP sites. Okay, we had cabins, bunk beds, oh, cool. running water, proper toilets, uh, a big field area. Um, some uh, uh, a wooded area. Uh, the only downside to the location was 
a hill that went from the out OC area to the inside uh, uh, in character area, right. which was quite steep. Right. I don't think anyone loved that hill by the time we left. It was right. like the trudge up and down there was real. Um, also, it was very moist. There was a lot of rain yes. we were at the bottom. Yes. So very moist. Yeah. Um, but the cabins were at the bottom? No, they're at the top. They're at the top. Yeah. The icy area was down the bottom. Okay. Um, so are you, you're, you're sleeping in the cabins? Yeah. And then, okay, okay. Then we head down the hill. Sure. Go and do some role play. Okay. Um, Ellie uh, had set up her camp. So we had like a fucking great place underneath um, a tarp to hang out in. Okay. Which, I, I, yeah, was so good. They had the usual stuff. Well, they actually had a bar there, which was really good. They had a tent bar. They had nice. a blacksmith there doing his blacksmithing stuff, which is always fucking cool. Yeah. They had an alchemy area. Fuck alchemy. Like, life is too short for alchemy. Um, yeah, just a cool little campsite, really. But most of us were sleeping in the cabins, um, which were lovely. Um, in the evening we get there uh, there's a skirmish in the evening in the woods okay. it's fucking dark right I'm like Merlo I need to get suited up so uh, Merlo armors me up uh, <laughs> I go to the habit of oh, I would just stand up and hold my arms oh, out no. like uh, like, like a T-pose yeah, yeah exactly yeah. like a T-pose and she would put on my gambeson oh. tie all the gambeson up then would put my breastplate on, put my uh, gorget over the top with my shoulder pads, and then finally she would lower my massive helmet onto my head. And it would be like, you know, like lowering onto my head as the last thing. It's like, I don't know if you guys have seen that animation of like the arming of a space marine. Yeah. But like, imagine Dave Mm. is your space marine. Uh, Thus... Not quite as heroic. Merlo would, <laughs> would also feed me wine. Amazing. Um, whenever I got injured, it was so good. Anyway, we head out to the woods. Uh, I've got six bombs, right? Um, which I've got left over from different events, events like sure, and sure. build up. But there are AC bombs. Yeah. Um, I can't make any bombs unless I have my brother there. Oh, so okay. this is my only amount of bombs I have for the weekend. Mm. But I sat out there and I was like, uh, I'm going to go and blow up some fucking nilfs, right? Yeah. So we head up there. There's a big group of nilfs. Yeah. We we teleport in, walk around the corner. There's a big gang of them. First thing I do, yeet a, a fucking bomb at them. Let them know what the fuck is up. The Dubois are in the house. Boom. Have a big fight in the woods. Yeah. We have a giant ruckus. Um, oh, I'll mention it again. The crew were fucking incredible. They're, they're so hardworking and so incredible. Um, I will kiss your beautiful behinds all the way through this because of how amazing they were. If at any point I don't mention how amazing the fucking crew were, just assume I'm saying how fucking amazing the crew is because they yeah. were just so fucking good. Um, so we're fighting and then we took on one of the... Um, the what's it called the Nilfgaardian commanders. Oh right, okay. He goes down. Okay. But he doesn't die. No. He's a vampire Ian. What? He's only a fucking vampire. And being from Tucson, we don't know anything about vampires because there are no vampires in Tucson. Right. Um <laughs> famously in the law there are vampires fucking everywhere, everywhere in Tucson. In Tucson. But okay. we we 
hammer on there were no vampires in Tucson okay. um so they all start questioning this guy there's a lot of prodding and poking and I think they zipped him off in a portal over the sea or some shit right just to get rid of him right um vampires very dangerous very hard to kill right okay this is a so it's not just a stake them kind of thing no well I think there are different levels of vampire I think you start off with like your young brash vampire they're pretty easy to kill and then you have your senior vampire and then like an elder vampire with what you awoke and the elder yes yes yeah yeah the the, the The really dangerous one is now running around and there's this other one who's supposed to be quite high up on that scale. Okay. Um, yeah. So, vampires. That's cool. Um, I get into a little bit of a, a scuffle with some Nerf Guardians. They mm. do a power strike against me. I do the classic fall on my ass. Ah! You know? And then uh, one of the referees, uh, I'm going to call him... Um, trauma ref (laughs) as he became affectionately known um a guy called chris he's really cool uh i said to him what is this shit what he gave me two trauma cards and mal came up and healed me but i was like they weren't they weren't traumatic they were just wounds so i was like what the fuck is this give me the good shit like, don't give me this fucking <laughs> low ball bullshit traumatic wounds. Give me the fucking good shit. I came here for traumatic wounds. That's what I want, okay? I, I don't like leaving a battle without receiving a traumatic wound. Right, okay. Like, that's my vibe. Okay. And, uh... So... <laughs> turns out... Yeah, if you call down the thunder... You're gonna get a little lightning. Yeah. You're gonna get a little lightning with that thunder. Um, I regret nothing... But just as a heads up, probably not smart to do that. <laughs> okay? Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we head back. Uh, there's, uh, And that's when we receive a letter. Mm. And the letter is from my dearest brother, Jean-Paul. And Jean-Paul has been kidnapped. What? I know. He just went off for a piss and then he disappeared and now I assume he would just come back when he started hearing the explosions but now he has disappeared and then we get this letter. The letter is from Jean-Paul who is in Nilfgaardian jail and they have edited the letter. Redacted the bits of the letter. Yeah, redacted it. Callum wrote the letter. Right. The Nilfgaardians then, well, fucking the very very good crew actually wrote the letter out and then blacked out certain bits of information that they thought would be uh bad that's amazing so they'll be like uh whatever you do do blank pay the ransom and (laughs) do not pay the ransom but they blanked it out to that and then they also um blacked out all the hugs and kisses at the end of the letter because they thought it would be a code. <laughs> Little Amazing. do they know, it's just hugs and kisses. Um, <laughs> so I was obviously very upset right. by the idea that my brother... Also, they were they were giving him piss wine, disgusting piss wine, Nilfgaardian piss. 
and uh, they weren't feeding him dates. Right. And I was like... I won't stand. Jean-Paul cannot poop if he doesn't have dates. Those <laughs> monsters feeding him piss wine and no dates. Like, uh, I was furious. So there was a... Um, someone that I had rescued from the Nilfgaardian prisons was like, oh, I owe the Dubois everything. They're heroes. Mm. And someone was like, do you know who that is? And I was like, not a clue. I rescue her. It's the biggest thing in her life. For me, it's Tuesday. <laughs> um, it's so she, bad, dude. It's so, like, that's her... It's really fun being the most yeah. arrogant douche ever, but yeah, 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 remarkably yeah, yeah, yeah. effective, you know? Yeah. Um, so, she offered to scry the uh, letter for us. Okay. So, I was like, sweet. So, she went and did some scrying and found out. Unfortunately... When she did the scrying, Jean-Paul was so pissed that she became drunk and couldn't get any information out. (laughs) Amazing. Because he was so drunk on the piss wine. So, still angry about it. Feeling terrible wine is not good. Um, We're all hanging around the camp. And then we see this guy in a black robe walking around the camp. Well, that's never encouraging. No, never good. And he kept them doing the same route. Uh, so we were trying to convince uh, a few folks to go over and talk to him, mainly Songbird, um, which they didn't do. Turns out that was a demon. Right. So okay. that would have been bad. To go and talk to him. Luckily, no one did. Right. So, but also, good rule of thumb, don't talk to demons. I can imagine that would end poorly. Yeah, usually. They, they tend to be a very... Um, <laughs> prickly bunch yeah 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 demons bad i think it was a fire demon i think the fire demon ended up killing one of the the sorcerers versus sources what's the plural for sorcery uh sorcerers sorcerers no i assume so yeah sorcerers got me questioning myself i don't know sorceresses well that yeah a group of sorcerers a mages a mage mage mages Love okay. it. A mage actually died over the weekend. Oh, right. Okay. Because of shenanigans with said demon that they summoned. Right. Also, good rule of thumb, don't summon demons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't talk to them. Definitely don't summon them. Yeah. That, that sounds like a bad, bad do. A lot of mage bullshit. Uh, I try not to <laughs> fuck with that as a rule, you know? Don't fuck with that. But if you do do magic, then uh, do your thing. Are you uh, guys... Because uh, previously you were in charge of the light cavalry for the military yes. company. Is that still a thing? Yes. So okay. in the morning, um, they had the military council thing. Uh, a couple of things on this. I had one briefing with them, um, or two briefings, and I was never there for to get the results. Uh, I had to like chase down the results at one point. Uh, and also so okay let me give you the thing yeah we're on a fucking island okay Okay. yeah 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 the north of us is this mountain okay and there is a uh, what's it called a some sort of where you create magic to make it look like something else whatever like a you know a transmuting thing no like where um, it's like not real illusionary illusion yes 
uh, there was, and that's like over there. And then underneath the illusion was like a bunch of dead Nilfgaardians, and they were frozen. That doesn't sound good. No, that doesn't sound good. Um, but there were like lots of like long uh, artillery style people up there. Then down south, there was a cave, and the Nilfgaardians were all in the cave, and they were all dug in. And then over on the east side of the island, there's the big Mama Jama Nilfgaardian camp. It's protected by this uh, like ward that goes okay. around it. And if you walk in the ward, it sets you on fire. That's not good. No, it's not very good. But basically, there are these things called necrophages, um, which are like little beasties, little grey monstery things. Okay. And basically, they're like scavengers. And basically, there was this dead giant. And because there was a dead giant, they had all been eating this dead giant. Okay. And we didn't really know what that would eating do to them. A, yeah, exactly. Probably nothing good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this ward was potentially set up to kill, keep these scavenger beasties away from the main camp. Right. Um, I'm Reapers... assuming your camp doesn't have said wards. No, 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 no. Actually, it was quite funny talking to some of the new players being like, uh, I was like, yeah, like, you know, getting attacked in camp or whatever. And they were like, that doesn't happen, does it? And I'm like, yeah, it does. Like, <laughs> yes, it does. You could li- literally be attacked at any time in the camp, like, or assassinated or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's a whole bunch of fucking chatting on, right. um, as per usual. Yeah. Now, we're in mountain passes and some bullshit. Again, caves and then mountains right two situations that light cavalry not the best at right not very good at so i ended up giving a bomb right uh to the light cav and said basically get up in the mountains because people were worried about basically they all wanted to go and charge up this fucking mountain okay right and try and take it over and um they were worried about reinforcements coming down the road. So I gave the order to get on the road and basically ambush anyone that comes yeah. along it, um, try and steal their loot, be careful, disappear into the mountains again, all this stuff. Right. Um, they didn't do that for whatever reason. Okay. I don't know what happened. I know that there was a big change in plan. Okay. But me being um, Jean-Michel, yeah. I wrote my orders. Yeah. And was like, I'm done. I was like, and then walked away. Um, so I didn't know whether to be angry at the light horse people for right. not following my orders. They did really well, but they didn't do what I told them to. Right. So, I don't know. So Both. Like, yeah. I'm very proud and disappointed. You know? <laughs> um, so, we we are going to... So to go up this mountain, I think it was this one. Yeah, it is the mountain one. We are going to go up and we are going to, as the free company, we're going to fight the Nilfs that are on the, the hill yeah. uh, to give our forces moving up the valley room to... Yeah, go on. Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, it's probably worth just setting in, in people's minds. There's There's two elements going on here. There's obviously the players... You physically, as representatives of the of the mercenary company, oh, correct? call them the free company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, the, the free company, uh, and then there are the, um, the 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 assets. For example, your light cavalry, other things which are unseen 
resources that you you use during the event to achieve yeah, objective aims. We and had, they can have representatives. Yeah, they have yeah. Uh, the, uh, NPCs show up and sure. are the leaders of those groups. Our like have fucking love us. Yeah, because uh, we give them tools. Um, in the thing, they were like, "Whoa, why, why do they love you so much?" And I was like, "Ue has bought their uh, mercenary unit a round of drinks." Oh, it's only me. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like we always leave hugs and kisses in the bottom of the letter, which actually um, one of the lady NPCs actually reminded me. She was like, "There's no hugs and kisses on this," and I was like, <laughs> "You are right." And then I have to go back and do all the hugs and kisses for them. Amazing. Um, but, but yeah, yeah. They, they're, they're like a uh, a resource that a number of times during the event you kind of dispatch to go and do a thing. Yeah. And then you get a, like a progress port report yeah. back from them. Yes, exactly. So it's kind of like, it, for anybody who plays Empire, there are like resources that you have and there's like a downtime thing with like a, a military unit and you tick your box and send them off and do something. That's all done online though. Yeah. Like, this is done actually live in the event. Yes. You set orders, you write them down. They and go they dispatch, do the thing, and you get like a status report. And this is a good example because our actions were to go and harass the uh the artillery and Which archers. Which will directly impact the success of your exactly. forces that you are sending. Oh my god, talking about it now, it's such a good idea. Yeah. And so like why why didn't why do LARPs not do this? Yeah. This is why Northern Kingdoms is a fucking premium tier. Um So we head up onto the mountain, we come down Fight some nilfs, having a good time, and then I spy with my little eye a trail of gunpowder and footprints. Okay. How is this visually displayed? Like, like little coloured bits of string almost. Okay. So I follow it, these. Just just for, for, sorry, yeah. just for like how it works in game. Is this something that you, is this like an ability you have or is this like are you told in some way that this a is a referee what this is? came up to me. Okay, all right. And says And the referee was uh trauma ref. Okay. So I was immediately this is a trap. Is, is that like so I'm just curious mm-hmm. I've not been No, 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 ask away, dude. Is that um it, it, like the because the refs have a fairly kind of fluid interaction of the players mm. like dropping off these kind of narrative hints as it were is what's that like as an experience in terms of the way it navigates you around the narrative <clears throat> and your uh, immersion uh, sort of icoc so... and the way it sort of gauges things if you know what i mean what i like about it is the way, the way they do it they're very hands-on very creative the referees on the field get to make basically decisions right that the plot team have to then deal with right okay right. um <laughs> must be nightmare being the plot team yeah i suppose yeah. they must all be quite they all coordinated up i mean the plot team way. bear in mind they write uh, i got three pages of downtime right as a proper story of sure. what we got up to right yeah um and they they really know the the law they really know the characters um there it's the, the dynamic aspect of it makes it so fucking fun like um and uh, i'll tell you all about what happened to jean-michel dubois over this weekend okay and i'll make it seem like the whole weekend was about my character yeah but every single player yeah was having personal plot thrown at them sure sure and it's it 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 must be mind boggling the organization and hard work it must take to do this because everyone got a little bit of something. 
Yeah. How does it? How many players are we actually talking about? Um, fifty, I think. Fifty players. Yeah, I think fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like so. Obviously, those, there's like a scale of the, of, the, of, of the, it. There might be groups as well, or some people might be involved with other stuff. Some people might get more. Some people might get left. Unless I got a shitload. Yeah. Well, you're assuming obviously. Uh, Chappie, who's trying to reclaim his homeland, is obviously like fairly involved yeah. in things going on. Right? Yes, exactly. Right. And and if you were in Tucson for a thing, you'd imagine you guys would be more in, like maybe you know I don't know. We're idiots. Yeah. Um, oh, one thing I should have mentioned was uh, to get the elf back from Tucson. That <laughs> is amazing. We made a distraction. Right. Was this an explosion? It was an explosion. Yeah, that's surprising. Yes. I don't know. Just, a, just maybe I'm a mage. So we found a vineyard okay. that the Nilfgaardians were using as some sort of storage. Okay. We set a reasonable amount of explosives. Quite a lot. So either, even in the, the document, it was like, maybe like Jean-Paul added a bit more, maybe Jean-Michel added a bit more, yeah, 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 yeah. and it was just like, but basically, boom, <laughs> it went up. Inside the storage area was, it was possibly a, a, a explosive storage area. Right. So that went off. Okay. And basically exploded this very special ancient vineyard and we raised it to the ground. Okay. And we also singed the elf a little bit. Right. A little bit. A little bit. Um, but we were drinking wine and eating camembert on the, the other bank of the thing. Oh, also, And they came splashing back through the water yes. quite singed. A little... Manually singed. Quite singed. Um, yeah. Quite badly burnt. But, I'm very burnt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You are safe. Look at the... Did you like that destruction? Um, the... Also importantly, in... The, Silhouetted against this vast yeah, explosion. She's <laughs> like a, a Disney cartoon with like a blackened face. You know what I mean? Like uh, Warner Brothers. Um, anyway, the... Um, there was also a rumour that the, the dragons of Tucson, who are an elite, elite uh, freedom-fighting force... Right. ...that have been blowing stuff up. Who could they are, be? Who, who on earth could the dragons of Tucson be? They're from Tucson, they're explosives experts. Yeah? Could be anyone. Could be anyone. Anyway, the rumour came out that they were dead. What? I know, we were more surprised than anyone else. Um, <laughs> Being such big fans. Yes. Who could they be? Um, but the uh, this rumour that they'd been killed and like uh, Nilfgaardian regiments had started to take credit for killing the fucking Dubois brothers. Right. They are all going to get an explosive up their bums. <laughs> Right. All of them. Yeah. With a butt plug shaped explosive. <laughs> okay. God. Or I was thinking like blowing up the toilet block so it covers everyone in shit. Yeah. I don't know. There's lots of ways to, you know, you don't have to kill them. Some big firework display. Something. Thing. Yeah, Getting yeah, poop on message. them in some way would be yeah. good. You do like the poop. 
<sighs> or Wax is released. Yes. Anyway. We're, yeah. Anyway, we're getting sidetracked. We're getting here. sidetracked. So, I find this trail of explosives yes, you do. Sorry. on yes. the encounter yeah. that we went yeah. on. And I'm like, I should follow this. So I start following it like a like a, a sniffer, sniffer dog. dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, a few people come along and they're like, "But it's going to be a trap!" And I'm like, "I know it's going to be a trap, but we have to go anyway." And so, <laughs> come on, I'm not going to find like a trail of explosives and then not follow it, right? Yeah. So we follow it and follow it, and then we hear this yell, and he goes, "Ah, oh, not too subtle, are you? Whatever." Not too, and I, we look up, and we've just walked out into this area where there's a, a, a this dude in a clearing. And there's a white box in the middle of the clearing. Okay. So I walk down there and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, ah, oh. he says, he starts insulting us, making uh, dick jokes at us and ass jokes. Very, very funny. Right. Um, and then he's like, I'm like, why are you in? He says, I got told to wait here type thing. We have this ridiculous back and forth okay. where he's calling me out to a duel and I'm basically talking to him and then he starts telling me how he's got and he got two weeks left until he retires. He <laughs> can't wait to get home so he can see his baby daughter who's right. just been born. Okay. Who he hasn't even seen yet. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, are you sure you want to do this? And he's like, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And we're like, it's really, really bad. And then... I get distracted by someone behind me. I turn around and then he attacks me. Oh. I know. And then I fight back and then he calls for reinforcements and then a whole bunch of Nilf Guardians come running out and they were, we're fighting and like, uh, there's me, Merlot, um, uh, some, uh, an elven archer, I think they were. Um, and we're fighting down the bottom of the hill and I can see the free company coming down the hill and then the free company are like, Nah. And I basically <laughs> walk back up the fucking hill. So we're fighting oh the fucking guy with a two year old two like two weeks to retirement yeah, with a baby yeah. girl. I meet him and we fight and I'm just screaming like ah, ah. Um, I strike this guy down and I slice him through and I kill him and I'm just like ah <laughs> like it was just like horrendous <laughs> horrendous <laughs> murdered him well he started it but yeah. anyway me and Merlo both go down okay the other person goes down that's pretty bad it's very bad how does uh, I think you've gone over this you, before how does death work in this you have a five minute timer from when you run out of hit points right if you get bandaged that Pauses, it, it pauses or right. doubles it. I can't okay. remember. That's someone else's problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, if you're in teleported, a, it pauses until you reach the end of yes, wherever. Yes, while the you're in a portal. So, yeah. like portal rescuing is very big and clever. Right. Um, but I'm down, and Merlo's going. Jean-Michel, Jean-Michel, and I'm like, uh, oh, Merlo, it's okay. And then out of nowhere, Doctor Portal appears. Amazing grabs me and goes come with me and then and as I look over to my right I see Merlot going don't leave me and then she turns and then an arrow hits her straight in the forehead <laughs> and it was like so traumatic and bad so Dr. Portal takes me up the hill drops me off oh my gosh and I'm like oh, 
where the fuck is Merlo? And he's like, oh, I can, I, I can only grab one person. I'm like, stupid, selfish, Dr. Potter. And they're like, where, where, where's Merlo? And I'm like, I might have lost my squire. And I'm like, shit. Do you have any idea how hard it is to find a good squire? It's like, um, really bad. Anyway, fucking songbird. I didn't even realize he does magic, but he does magic. And he went down there and rescued her. Amazing. So it's fine. But the poor elf fellow who came down with us yeah. did die. Oh, right. And I can't help but feel that was slightly my bad. For following the trail. For them following me. Yeah. And not getting rescued. Sucks. 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 How does... So how... Um, obviously you've not died yet at, the, at an event, but how mm. does it work in terms of... like? Well, do we're you quite... play like a, a new character for the rest of the yeah. event or do you or join the crew join the crew right. it's the same at Is a there... lot of these events sure sure yeah um, obviously I guess it depends when during the event you die mm-hmm. and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff is is death quite common or is it fairly like it, 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 during an uh, like obviously you've got 50 players like how many do you tend to lose I'd say we lose one or two an event. Okay, so it's not like it's it's a pretty big event when someone dies. Then essentially, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. definitely. Right. Yeah. If you took, for example, a major battle at um, Empire, right? Let's let's say two thousand people yeah. on one side, yeah, and you lose seven people, right? That's a the the chances of you making out that battle is really really high, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas Northern Kingdoms, to be fair, a lot of the times. At Northern Kingdoms, like the, I think the sorcerer mage yeah. uh, was killed by something to do with this demon. Therefore, it's you, like an RP choice. Almost, yeah. Fuck around and find out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. like, bear in mind, I say that as we are fucking around a lot. Yeah, and regularly find out. Right. But like, yeah. If you're gonna, do... I mean, you do literally have a pocket portal mage who seems to come out of nowhere, and uh... yeah, he's so selfish though. <laughs> Also, I spent a lot of time yelling Dr. Portlow this weekend, <laughs> and he wasn't there. <sighs> I had to get Mal, malpractice Mal, to fucking heal me a bunch. Shocking. I will have words with Dr. Portal. In fact, yeah. I did have words with Dr. Portal. Interesting. He was very selfish. Um, <laughs> very selfish. And um, so, I get my fucking squire back. I'm Amazing. really happy. Yeah. Um, Merlo thinks that I left her. Right. Which I didn't. Dr. Portal selfishly took me away. Right. Um, and then I went and helped her uh, and I fed her some wine. And, you know, I looked after Merlo. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, by the way, in the military units meeting... Yeah, Merlo just came along and poured wine in my cup for me <laughs> when I was injured. She had brought a bottle of wine onto the battlefield and was feeding me wine while I was being healed. <laughs> so like you and these roles, dude. Pe- so people good. were literally like, "Dubois, do you do you have a squire?" And I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> it's like, yes, of course I have a squire. It's ridiculous um so funny yeah um, so funny i love the 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 humor and the character that you bring to a lot of your roles and then the people around you as well like it's, it's similar kind of vibes of like agony and stuff in empire and things yeah yeah, yeah 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 in yeah. fact uh millie who plays agony at empire who is my scribe um 
I think she was a little jealous of uh, May being uh, the new <laughs> servant. Oh, of course, uh, um, um, Millie was there, right? Yeah, Millie's May, uh, Mal. The, oh, Mal, the amazing. Oh, dude. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so good. Yeah, I think I think Millie was like, "That's <laughs> that's my fucking territory, bitch." You know. <laughs> Um, oh my gosh it's not slavery if they want to do it Um, (laughs) so we all get back up to the hill and I'm like that was a bomb we need to go and sort the bomb out so me Merlot and Songbird and Dr. Portal portal back to where the bomb is right the Nilfgaardians have all fucked off right there's this white box Mm. so I sit down I go to the ref what can you tell me about this? Mm. They say, it's a bomb. It's a, it has elaborate anti-tampering devices on it. <clears throat> you cannot move it or it will go off. And basically what it was, was the a white box with twine. And okay. someone had pushed holes through the box and poked out the other side and then wrapped around then come back into the box and come out at a different point okay, okay. and my job mm-hmm. to disarm the bomb was to pull the the piece of string okay. without it breaking out of the box i cannot break the box i cannot move the box okay and i had three minutes to do this okay so you can like pull it from one end and see where it's moving on the yes. other end and you have to kind of tease it around yes. and do all of this right yeah yes I'm sweating. Yeah. I'm trying to do this fucking thing. It's a fucking nightmare. They end up giving me an extra minute because of the progress that they've made. I quote, we didn't think you'd make that much progress, so we're giving you an extra minute. Okay. I quote. Right. In the end, I'm like, we have to go. This isn't going to happen. So we stood up. <laughs> Dr. Portal's disappeared by this time, obviously. <laughs> so I'm there with Merlot and Songbird. I'm like, we must get out of here, up the hill. So we start running up this hill. And the referees are like, you are nowhere near close enough to, uh, you'll die if you're here. And then Songbird's like, why don't we just portal? And I'm like, portal us now! And he's like, oh, okay. And then like portals us. And then we step through the portal. The referee said that we had a second and a half. Right. From when we stepped through the portal, um before the bomb would have gone off and killed everyone. So okay. as we jump through the portal back into the camp, we like we blow a banger up to say that like an explosion goes off and we fly through. Amazing. Really cool. Um so then oh that's when Merlo was very upset and injured and thought I left her and I gave her wine. Everything was better. But then um actually no hold on. Then there's some skeleton shit happens where a guy comes down and like calls out our top boy skeleton fella uh, and is like, I want to fight you because, um, buddy, but we have a claim as well. Yeah, kind of we're yeah, gonna yeah. fucking fight and I'm gonna be the king or y'all, whatever the yeah, fuck yeah, they call yeah. it. There was a bit of a, a ruckus and our guy's mates kind of saw him off. Um, but it was all very cool. It was all like, what is going on with this skeleton shit? It's like, yeah. this is very serious. Um, but then I get a letter. Okay. A letter for Jean-Michel. Okay. And I'm like, I am Jean-Michel. So I take the letter 
and it's wrapped in the mm. same coloured string that oh, no. the bomb was. But dude, I'm not. I'm like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna open it. <laughs> it's more fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I open it up and unfurl it, yeah. and then a referee comes past and just throws potpourri in my face. It's a potpourri bomb. Amazing. Um, I'm like, ah, shit. And then I read this letter, and the letter is from the other bomb maker who is laughing at me. Wow. For not... Being able to disarm the bomb. Yes. Amazing. I love it. I have a nemesis. That's so good. That's so good. Very rude. Very fucking annoying. So good. I was like... Uh, you know, I was going to be like, man, we have to find out where Roger is. I have to go and rescue my brother. I have to put like deal with those North Guardian regiments. All of that. Yeah. Forgotten. Yeah. Now I have one mission in life. Yeah. Which is to find this fucking bomb maker. Yeah. And put a bomb up his bum. <laughs> so, scrying is a thing, right? Yeah. So, I managed to get a piece of the bomb. Okay. And the letter. So I got mages to scribe both. Okay. So the letter um, was, when they scribed it, the person who wrote it was being dictated to by somebody else. This person had a Tucsonese accent. Okay. And so we didn't learn anything on that apart from maybe they're from Tucson. Okay. The bomb part itself... Uh, was made in um, oh, what's the place called the big city Novigrad right it was made in a jewellery shop in Novigrad which is in very north territory end. no that's that, north that's, that's, north, that's, okay. that's a, it's a free city right so basically I'm gonna go and find a fucking jewellers in Novigrad and okay. I'm gonna find out who the fuck's ordering these very specific parts and I'm going to hunt down that fucking bomber and I'm going to find out who it is and there will be some fucking justice on that day I assure you sir <laughs> um, I was raging absolutely <laughs> love raging that. that's um, so good you got potpourri <laughs> fucking potpourri bomb that was the as a result of uh, me having pissed off the uh, referee by the way <laughs> Um, it's really cool though that there's that level of interactivity and uh, reactiveness and kind of narrative um, yeah just kind of adjustment to you as a character and what it is to to, to be you in the world okay Uh, I'm going to bleep this out for people listening but I'm going to tell you who it could be okay it could be Yeah, you know so what I'm cool. saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, we're back. Uh, yeah, um, that's very cool. Yeah, cool idea, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Like anything, matter. anything goes anything. along with it yeah, is yeah. fine. Um, uh, so during the day, a member of the Wild Hunt appeared. The well, Wild that's actually Hunt, some pretty big business. Yeah, they ride around on horses. They're like live in a different realm yeah they're but... like crazy uber elf stuff isn't it <sighs> like proto mega elf yeah from... you probably know more than I do um yeah they're big they're dressed in like black and grey and yeah. they're very very bad yeah um 
they're the ones in the game trying to kill Siri. Yeah. But Siri is allegedly dead. There's a rumour that she died. Wow. So, yeah, because that's another thing. Does does this take place during... During the games. During the games. Yeah, I think during the third game. Okay. I think. Don't quote me on that. Okay. People know more than... But, it was quite fun because some people know loads about the law. Right. And I quite liked being someone that knows an, uh, yeah, an, a, a, a bit. tiny yeah, bit, but yeah. really nothing. Also playing quite an ignorant character. Playing ignorant characters is, is for the win, good, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, um, Siri is a source. Yes. And has this thing called the Elder Blood, which is like an elf bloodline that basically got bred into humans through this very elaborate breeding line yeah. and that ended up being Siri because her dad is the head of the Nilfs. We went down a deep dive trying to look yeah. at all this stuff. But basically, unless there's this source, the 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 wild hunt don't aren't interested and want to go home. Right. So they were like, hey, get your mages together. You can open a portal for us to fuck off home. Uh, that'll be and we'll just go and we were like they were like sweet mage bullshit not really yeah. interested um, then uh, so that was going to happen in the evening uh, then the spy showed up who has information on where Count Roger is okay right so and they came along and were like oh give us what did they say whatever amount they said was so ludicrously beyond our means okay like they were like this much money and we were like I was like how many crowns is that and we were like this many I'm like there's like a hundred and something I was just like we don't have that sort of money like that is outrageous you know blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, and they were yeah. like well that's how much money it is blah, blah. and I was just like well in the end that we ended up going for we settled it to 20 <laughs> that's blocks. quite a reduction yeah 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 but it was like 20 so it's times times 8 oh right there's quite a lot then yes yeah, and that was us haggling them down. I think it was right, 50 yeah. times eight. Anyway, it was such a ludicrous amount of money. They're like, sweet. We're like, okay, we're going to speak to Beau Duval. He's going to have some money. We're going to be able to sort this out. And then uh, they leave. And then a, a, a short time later, Beau Duval shows up. Right. Uh, I offer him some wine which he drinks and then spits out and says it tastes like piss. Uh, it's not piss. That's the finest two-sony wine you can get. Right. Beau Duval, you son of a bitch. Right. Okay. And then we go and sit down with Beau. I explained to him the letter that I got with a bomber and he said, this must not stand. And I was like, no, it must not stand. I want to find out who the fuck this is. He, right. So he's very supportive on that. And then he reminded me that he is our we are wards of his <laughs> and that we have to be his wards for one year hmm. now bear in mind I haven't thought of this before but in between events is two weeks oh my gosh so indefinitely basically it'll be about 13 years in real life <laughs> So bad. And even then, that's only if Bauduval agrees to end the 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 wardship or whatever. Wow. So, and you need to get out of this contract. He then. explained it to me. Well, no, it's a fucking criminal punishment. 
The Duchess threw it down. You can't overturn the fucking Duchess. Look, there's always there's always ways and means. Oh, I know, but I don't want to kill Beau Duval. And it'll be really obvious if he blows up, it's going to be... <laughs> well, yeah, you don't blow him up. <laughs> well, how else do you deal with him? Maybe you do... Also, what happens if the fucking other bomber blows up Beau Duval and then it looks like we fucking did it? You just laid a brilliant idea. That's a really good idea, by the way, plot team. No. <laughs> no. No. No, you can't kill Bo anyway. He's fucking awesome. And <laughs> awful at the same time. I ended up having to call him uh, Daddy Duval. Oh, no. Oh, they got you by the short and curlies. Like, absolutely by the short and curlies. Like, just <laughs> pure domination. It's like, anyone in the free companies, like, oh man, those Dubois do whatever the fuck they want and they're so arrogant and blah, blah, Don't worry, we are getting ours from being Bo Duval's fucking wards. It's like, so bad. Anyway, we ended up speaking to Bo Duval and said, like, we need some money. He was like, oh, what is money? And I'm like, uh, well, like, uh, yeah, he doesn't care how much it is. And we're like, well, they said it would be, what did we say? We said it would be 40. Right. Uh, but we would pay half. Right. So he's going to give us 20. Okay. So we, you know, or was it, no. Whatever it was, we were going to try and hustle him for, like, half the value or whatever. Right. Like 40, 40, and we were going to pay half. So he's going to give us the, the amount we needed or whatever, plus sure. some more. Um, whatever it was. And he says, yes, that's fine, whatever. It's only money. And I'm like, so 50 then? And he was like, of course, that's fine. It's only money. What does it mean? And he goes, well, is it, uh, how much did you need? 50,000? And I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> we're so poor. We're so poor. So, is... what, like, just out of curiosity, like, money as a resource in the game, yeah. like, is it a real thing? Or... Yeah, money's, uh, people have money. Um, you can buy stuff off merchants. Um, we use a lot of it in downtime. Sure. It's fun using it in downtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gave it to, like, our military unit. Yeah. Like, it's a nice RP tool, but it's much less, like, there's not so much of, like, you know how our empire, everything costs money? Yeah. It's not like that. Right, sure, sure. Like, so healers, if you have money, you tip your healer. Right. Um, blah, 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 blah. You get paid a couple of coins for being part of the free company. You get a couple if you have a business or some other resource. But for the way we use it, and I'm not saying this is the right way or the wrong way to use it, we mainly use it just as an RP tool. Right. Like, we're not massively wealthy, but we, we have fun with the money. But, like, the amount of money you're going to be getting off Bodhi Valley, is that we're like... We're never seeing that money. Right. We are never, ever, ever in... I'm calling this out to the plot team. We're never going to see 50 fucking whatever the fuck it is. Those florins or whatever the, yeah, whatever yeah. the most expensive coin is. Right. We're never, ever, 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 ever going to see that money. Okay. There's not a universe where we are given that money and right. then we give a, a certain amount of this thing and then Count Roger fucking appears. There's no fucking way that is how this goes. Like, okay. there's... That would be genuinely the most surprising thing if Bodhi Val <laughs> was like, here's loads of money, we took loads of money, we gave it to the spy, and the spy was like, here is where Count fucking Roger is. And everyone went away and lived happily ever after. Right. Never going to happen. Sure. Um, so, You're going to have to hustle him out. You have to, no, we're, not gonna see, we're not going to see the money either. There's something, something's going to happen. Some bullshit's going to happen. Right. Um, so, um, 
we, after having been humiliated by having to call Beau Duval Daddy Duval, <laughs> it still hurts. Um, we hear that there is a... Uh, so, remember I was telling you about the... Oh, it's the caves. So, the caves, which they were all dug in on... Oh, by the way, the bomb went off that was on the... the that I didn't manage to disarm. Yes, yeah. I, I, I managed to buy like some extra time... None of our troops were killed, but some automatons got buried. Automatons? Yeah, someone, a sorceress has some automatons, which are their mercenary unit. Which oh, is amazing. Pretty, pretty yeah, that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They did, they got buried and we managed to dig them out. So really, I kind of did well. Yeah, but that at is the time, pretty decent. And also, I saw the box, by the way, afterwards. If I'd been given an hour to yeah. do that, I would still be fucking around with it. Right. There was no way at all I was going to do that in three minutes or four minutes that I actually got. There's no no way that would have happened. Right. Not at all. Um, but I like it because it made me feel better because I was like, fuck, I'm such an idiot. Like, right. you know, you get given plot and then you're too dumb to do the plot thing. Yeah. Um, but actually it turns out the box was incredibly hard and I shouldn't yeah. be so hard on myself. Yeah. Um, but... So there's a monster fight in the caves. The, they were dug in there, but these necrophages went in the caves and ate all the Nilfgaardians. So now we're going to go in and clear the caves from these fucking oogly booglies. Um, and they're like, um, the witches are like, we need to blow up the nests. And I was like, I can blow up the nests. Mm. So I was part of like, little elite force who went around and my job was to run up there and it's by the way it's really fun being given a job my sure. job is to go and blow up the things i love blowing stuff up yeah, 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 and that's yeah. my job so we went up there all the necrophages when they hit you count as hitting you with power like right. power call right, right so right. literally it's like traumatic wounds galore um the mages at this point started to go fucking ape shit okay right. they're like calling on the fucking ba 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 and the ba 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 and it's all like RP based and fucking hell mages on tour man they were yeah. going absolutely ham they were just I don't know why mages always seem to be like one of the kind of like weaker classes whenever I've seen them fighting that are, you yeah. know they're kind of chilling they were bringing down like holy wrath and vengeance onto these fucking it was awesome to watch. Really fucking cool. By the way, yeah. all the, the, the mages and sorceresses and sorcerers were fucking amazing. They really brought some a lot of kind of RP and game. It was a very magic-centric weekend. Amazing. So there's loads of stuff that I won't have mentioned that was really fucking cool. Sure. Um, so we head up there fighting monsters, which is always great yeah. like it's not a northern kingdoms weekend unless you're fighting some sort of monsters uh i have to go forward i yeet a bomb into one nest boom <laughs> Cha-ching. then we find out there's a second nest uh so we start heading up there and they're like du- uh, um dubois there's a nest here and i start, so i start walking up there and then one of the skeletons sees nest and sees a giant head and he's like well, I'm nicking that. So he runs over, grabs the fucking skull, and then one of the rest is like, you see something moving in the nest? And I'm like, Psh! 
yeet the bomb in there immediately and blow it up because whatever it was that was going to come out probably wouldn't be very pleasant. Um, Merlot, um, so in the nests, you can kind of have a look around, find some stuff. Merlot finds a hand. Right. Um, she thought it was a monster part. Right. No, it was just someone's hand. Right. So Merlot, for the rest of the evening, had a human hand. hand. Amazing. Um, yeah. It's pretty gnarly. Um, the uh, So, we get back. Um, at, during that fight, um, we stopped using bows because it got too dark. Right. Um, but I get back. And the previous night, a couple of people, one of them a witcher, had come to me and said to me, can you disarm uh, like dismantle a bomb and figure out how it works i'm like yes of course i have to go <laughs> talk to a ref and be like can i do that and they were like you can give it a go and i was like sweet and there's this thing called a moon dust bomb which is basically what you use against things that go invisible like vampires amazing and it makes them like have to stay visible right so they got me this bomb you were trying to reverse engineer it and so i went to the bar and i had tools which mal lent me right and i was like everyone i'm going to disarm an explosive be very very careful so literally i sat at a table had a fizz rep which i it was just like some leather thing that i was pretending was the bomb i moved all the candles out the way so nothing was like flammable was there yeah, yeah, yeah and then I sat down, and then Simon, uh, one of the game runners, uh, sat next to me, and I was like, so what am I seeing in front of me? And he goes to me, you see a cylindrical thing, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I would like to try and tease the the top cap off. And he says, you gently move it like this, and with a silent click, it comes loose, and you pull it out slowly okay and it turns into a proper fucking only fans asmr good time me and simon him amazing just whispering stuff in my ear about how the bomb is constructed like i start going in through the top and then it started to spark a little bit so then i went around to the bottom and there were two holes so i gently slid two tools into these holes and it came off the bottom and then there was a bunch of powder and explosives oh no i took out the fuse first and then i took out the bottom and i took out the explosives out the bottom of it right i put them into a bowl and then i yelled is there an alchemist here and an alchemist put their hand up so i gave it to them and said find out what this is you know and i found out like i knew one of the things that was in the powder but not the second element that was in it i found out the the wick had been infused with um uh, a type of resource right and then when i looked inside it there was like a big block of silver and i was like okay cool so i took it all apart and i wrote notes while i was doing it right like you know just as you like if i as if as i if, was yeah, 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 yeah. they alchemists um oh i went and got the silver tested at the blacksmith they told me it was silver because uh, right. I was like, it looks silver, but it could be like tin or sure, sure, zinc sure. Yeah, 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 or yeah. something else. Yeah. So I was like, got tested, definitely silver. Um, the alchemists at one stage blew themselves up. 
doing something with the powder, mm. but they found out what was in it. Right. So then I had a list of stuff and was like, this is what's in the fucking bomb. I was like really fucking pleased with myself. Like I didn't have to do any alchemy. I got to role play disarming a bomb. That's cool. Hang out with Simon with some very horny bomb disarming stuff. Like if I had the opportunity to sit with Simon and disarm another bomb, would highly recommend it. That shit was <laughs> fucking hot. Um Yeah, so I've like had a my day's been a few ups and downs. Then we find out that there's this this monster, I can't remember its name now, I didn't write it down, but it's like a fox creature, okay? okay? And this creature looks into people's dreams. Right. And, like, exists in people's dreams and then can cause a whole bunch of trouble. I think it also, like, kidnaps, kidnaps kids or something then turns them into monsters. Never sounds promising. No. Yeah. But basically, we were told... Get you and seven other people. Right. And a witcher. Right. And we're going to put you into a trance-like state. And you'll go into a dream. Right. And while you're in the dream, the witcher is going to try and find a totem, which could be an object with power. Okay. And the witcher has to go grab this object in order to fight this beastie. Right. We're like, sure. And it's like... Is it dangerous? And they're like, well, you might want to bring some weapons with you. Also, don't look at the fox. Because if you look at the thing and you, you're, it's made to, you're aware of them, then it will just kill you and you can't fight it. Right. Okay. Right. So we're kind of like, okay, fine. So Dire Will, fucking good old Dire Will, the very stern witcher who's very sexy with his bulging muscles comes yeah. over and he's going to be like helping us out Wanda right is going to look after our bodies while we're unconscious amazing and we go into this dream sequence and we start walking up the hill towards where the encounter forest area was right like no 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 this way up the hill and we're all expecting creeping around in the woods trying to stay hidden things jumping out like that's what we expected right and then as i'm walking up there um alex who's one of the uh, the crew who also plays the duchess was like oh could you just come with me you know ahead of the others right and i'm like okay right so i start walking up the hill <laughs> i see trauma ref and he's like oh well, let me just take your sword, shield, and helmet off you. Right. And I'm like, this isn't good. <laughs> and I look over, and there is a row of chairs. And then one chair in front of all the others with the chair to the side. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. And that's when they bring out the tiara. Right. And I sit down, and they give me the tiara, which I put on my head. And it is a recreation of the court scene we had, but this time I'm the Duchess. Amazing. So I sit in the chair, straighten my back, put my and I try and channel the the performance of being the Duchess. Okay. Right. While trying to keep a straight face, by the way, because it was fucking ridiculous. So then all the rest of them come out and like like my crew right. come and sit down on the chairs like they're witnesses. And then 
the magistrate is the same magistrate and they're like right we're here for this court case and then Beauduval comes out and from where where he was coming down uh like the, the light was behind him so I couldn't see his face and it just looked like Beauduval and then he came and sat down and it wasn't Beauduval it's someone else playing Beauduval Amazing. and then um then a few minutes later fucking the the brothers Dubois come out and it's two people pretending to be the Dubois brothers and just do the most ridiculous impression of us ever it was they got the mannerisms down they were fucking hilarious uh uh jean paul um wasn't wearing any trousers because in the <laughs> cave uh callum's trousers actually exploded and he had to take them off so as just part of canon now he wasn't wearing any trousers and had a ridiculously sized um, cod piece, which he had to stuff like three or four socks down there to really get that. And it was impressive. Um, it was really trippy to have to see the be in the scene from a different perspective with like a, a, a just it was mind-blowing dude anyway there's this fucking fox creature moving around so also are you do, do the other people who are with you yeah. like do they know that you are you or i don't think it's even explained right i even said some duchess stuff like they the dubois came down with drinking and i said do you always drink in court and they were like, yes, yeah, blah, blah, blah. yeah, and I yeah. tried to do the whole Duchess thing. I was like, hey, I'm here to play the part, right? Like, I might as well. Sure. You know. But they, so, because um, obviously they, they, like, do they know who they are? Is what I mean. It's like, does, um, uh... so they're not really interacting with the scene. They're just more watching what's watching happening. It. And is the, the objective of doing this to try and find, to find a way a totem. of a totem? Whereas, so Dyer will, right. just as we get into the end of the scene, uh, oh, what happens is yeah, yeah. Describe the scene. Yeah, sorry, so to... they li- list off their list of crimes that the Dubois <laughs> are uh, accused of, and they said that they had the Dubois had pissed in the wine or pooped in the wine, uh, which we didn't do. Sure. And then they also said that we uh, they were trying to murder Beau Duval by sticking explosives up his ass. Right. And I was like, that is not true. We did it out of high jinks, you know, and I'm like trying to sit there, like, and I, obviously I can't react. Right. Um, and then the fox comes out with a big axe and cuts both the Dubois' heads off. What? <laughs> okay. Executes them right there in court. Right. And that's when Direwill dashes up to me and grabs the um, tiara, the tiara, which Amazing. is the totem. Amazing, dude. Like to the plot team who wrote that and came up with that, to all the performances that were part of it, um, fucking incredible. Like Ellie didn't get to go to the original court case, but it was like it was cool that she got to do this, and like everyone, I was like, this is so self indulgent, but everyone had such a fucking good time doing it. Um, it was fucking amazing. That sounds incredible. Yeah, other people got like murdered in the bushes and had to fight each other and it was a fucking nightmare for other people wow. for us we just had a great time that we sounds had a so really, good really good time um i don't know whether they finished off killing the dream monster or not not a clue 
Sounds fun though. Doesn't matter. Sounds really fucking fun. So basically, I get to add because I always say like <laughs> I'm basically a witcher because I've killed a troll, uh, drowners. Um, what else have I killed? Necrophages. Um, oh, what else? Anyway, this is another monster I've yeah, managed. Dreamo to monster. I've killed them. I'm like I'm basically a witcher at this stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Um, in the evening, um, we hear a wonderful song, uh, by Jess, who sung a song about a noble with clap. Um, very, very good. Love having talented people serenading me with music. Amazing. Um, so there are these nuns, okay? Right. And they, they're kind of creepy, they kind of hang around and like one of them has their eyes covered and they kind of keep themselves to themselves. But then some people came down, or, or more, I should say, they don't really interact much with us. Right. Um, this, this, uh, this official, like government official shows up. And right. It's like, where are the nuns? The moon nuns, whatever. And hmm. we're like, and they're like, oh, we'll go get them. And there's like a trial for the nuns in the bar right and these have been very naughty nuns very naughty like inciting a riot uh assaulting like people uh they had basically what they've done is they'd it sounded like they were doing a protest against some sort of religion right are they like priestesses essentially yes right um but they had been like they they were basically having this thing and then clearly they had done all the things that they were being accused of right the nuns were like, can we respond? And they were like, sure. And it says, oh, can we do it outside though? Like, okay. And then one of the nuns cut the other nun's eye out. Right. And then... And escalated quickly. And then used that as an offering to curse the person, the magistrate who had come to, like, hold the nurse, nuns accountable. Right escalated a lot yes um that's some very witcher stuff yeah and then i think it all kicked off and i think the free company just murdered the people that were there to try and see justice done so probably not going to have any repercussions from that no. At all no no murdering government officials yeah. and cursing them and all that jazz yeah it was like kill them all i think they cursed him to be invincible like he right. can't or if he dies he comes back right like as a curse right and then you kill him forever yeah but I think I don't know like some people they die but then they come back I don't know because it's the state this, is some, this is some witcher shit that I yeah, don't really yeah. you know I don't fuck with that curses and stuff in, yeah. the, in, in, in the witcher books so like, like a, all, like all curses are just horrendous yeah. you know so, it's like but, wishes are always bad yeah like being wished to never die is like well that sounds great until you're like 200 years in everyone you know is dead life yeah. is fucking but also like you, you didn't wish that your body wouldn't decompose and oh. you know what I mean all, all of the horrendousness mm. right you'll still be like like yeah wizened you know I'm 40 years in and my body's already fucked you know what I mean <laughs> like if if I see 80 I'll yeah. be like oh sweet death give me your warm embrace <laughs> um Jeez. um okay 
Then, Skelliger fight. Um, the the Skelligans came down, uh, a Skelligan warrior, and they were going to have a one-on-one rumble, which was called a, a ho... It wasn't a hoedown. Hoogie? It was something silly. It okay. had a silly name. Um, but the, uh, the Skelliger shit, you know. Yeah. Um, the rules were you fight until death or until someone yields. And if someone dies or they yield, then the other person wins. The Skelligan had a champion or another player who was going to fight on his behalf. And these two, my God, I hope they're friends because it was wincing to watch them batter each other. Like, (laughs) I've never seen... I've never seen a... Uh, air quotes LARP fight like this right it was ain't no one holding blows it was just two men battering each other (laughs) they were both good at fighting but like they were fighting but like man like that was like I was like holy shit everyone was like fucking hell that's that's a lot. So yeah. hopefully they're all fucking homies and this is like the game that they want to play because Jesus, I hope no one ever attacks me like that. Fuck. Um, in the end, our guy won. He's, yeah, he's awesome as well. I really like the guy that, that, that was the, 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 uh, our champion. He's a really good commander, a, a, a fucking solid Skelligan. Um, yeah, solid fucking dude, man. Good well fight. Done. Yeah. Well done. Um, and it was like, you know, he struck the guy down and then the guy was like, uh, make sure you're a good leader and stuff. And then he had to fucking finish him off by like driving a sword through his chest, you know. It was cool Dude, Viking yeah, shit. Yeah, Viking shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Um, and then in the evening, they were going to send off the fucking... They were going to use all the, the, the mages. We're going to open a portal or whatever and get the, the wild hunt to fuck off. Right. And they were like... Dr. Porter and the other mages were like, Oh, we just need to borrow Merlot because it turns out Merlot is a source. Right. And we can use Merlot like a battery pack. And I'm like... <laughs> If you hurt Merlot, <laughs> I'm going to cut your balls off. Right. Um, so that's Dr. Paul. Yeah, yeah, He yeah. was like, I understand. I'm like, good. We understand each other then, you know? Like, hey, just so we all understand what's going on here. Yeah. Merlot is hurt. Your balls are coming with me, right? right. Like, um, so, yeah, anyway. So Merlot <laughs> and two other sources... Um, head into the circle and honestly this was like mages were on fire mm. they're doing like uh call and response stuff the the fucking the what's he called the wild hunt guys there as well it's late by the way we almost missed it because it was so late by the time they got to this that we were going to head to bed and we were literally heading over this little bridge to leave when they started coming down we're like oh i guess we'll stay I mean, merlo's in the middle um they do this chanting, and then one by one, the sources uh, are kind of tapped. And sources are a bit like, you know, like like superheroes that when they get stressed out, they explode, right? Like, that's kind of how it is. Right. So each of them had different powers. 
I was a guy, he went Boomba, and then um, uh, M- um, Meredith, what's her name? Kathleen? Cat- I think that's her name. Meredith, anyway. The, the, the Lord of the Rings not watcher. Right. Um, <laughs> her thing is, I think she... Um, when she goes Krakatoa, she becomes like a different person who's like a demon and like really good at fighting and like so her normal character is like like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde right, right, thing, right, right, right. I think that's what it is sure, sure, sure. Wrong, I apologise but then weirdly they saved Merlo till the end okay <laughs> and then Merlo uh, goes Boomba um, she smartly threw the bomb outside the, the circle so they wouldn't she wouldn't deafen everyone but then uh, the bomb went off but then something wacky happened. Okay. Then they open this portal. Or sorry, they're trying to close a portal. That's what right. they were trying to do. They're trying to close a portal. But then there's this voice from the other side that starts talking about coming down for the elder blood. Right. And like it's very bad. And Everything, there's smoke everywhere and people screaming and they're trying to channel this fucking magic and close this fucking thing and then finally closes the fucking thing. Merlo's kind of drained and, and all this stuff. She's built, She was like, you know, lying on the cold ground for the entire time. But, um... So we started to have a think and she may be... She may have elder blood. Amazing. Because... We were like, so I gave May uh, a lift home the next day. Uh, we went to see Callum, actually. We drove to, to yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, where Callum lives. But in the car, we're having a, well, I'm driving, but May's yeah. having a proper Google search into all this stuff. And it's just like, right, so the elder blood is from like an elven bloodline. And May also did some scrying, which was amazing, by the way. She did some scrying with um, a songbird who used a recorder right. to, to play music and then have visions. And Merlot had visions of who her father was. And her father is actually a named character from the books, who's this Nilfgaardian spymaster, but didn't know who her mother was. And because she's a half-elf, it's an elf who is her mother... Right. Which means that that could be a line for the elder blood. Right. And the dad could potentially be because there's a there's like a there's like a the source and like the uh, the key and they right. have to be the in the genetics and they have to be and then the the pro, the prodigy of that coupling yeah. will be a, an elder blood. and I'm like shit. So Siri's dead. Merlot might have elder blood, which makes her a very tasty morsel for lots of different people. The wild hunt. The wild hunt, specifically. Yeah. Very anyway. Spicy. Very spicy. Nobody fucks with the Dubois. Um, so, anyway, next day. That was a pretty eventful Saturday night. Um, next day, we are going to... Um, we're going to go to that camp. Remember the one I told you, the warding all around it? Yes. We're going to go there and turn the warding off. Right. Okay, so yeah. the free company troop out. We go up the hill again. This is one thing I would say is a slight negative about the site. Only having one location for the uh, encounters. Right. And it was basically just a hill in the woods. It was great, but then it started to be like, oh man, we're back up this fucking hill again. You right, know? right, right, like, right, right. Um, sure, yeah. But, um... 
Mages on tour again. They do a big ritual. We have to protect them while they're doing the ritual. So we basically just fight off the Nilfs. The mages do the ritual. Close the... Uh, turn off the fucking warding. We go and kill some more Nilfs. And then we all fuck off home. It was a bit confusing because it felt like we were supposed to do something else. But we were like, mission accomplished. Let's go home. Um, and then... So when we get back, they're like, right, we're going to go back and we're going to fight the the fucking, the the main commanders and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're like, that fucking vampire's back. So basically... Um, and this uh, is where the Nilf vampire from earlier came yes. from. Yes, so Direwill's like, do you reckon you can make one of those bombs? And I'm like, I don't know, I actually need to speak to a ref. So I had to... Th- there's only a limited amount of people to do refing. So sure. I had to wait a little bit of time before I could make this bomb. Right. But then I was like, so basically all I did was I said to, while well, the ref was doing something else, I said, I am going to go and try and make this bomb while you're doing this. Come find me whenever you're ready yeah. and I'll tell you what I've done. So I sit at the camp and I role play making a bomb. Uh, other players provided all the resources I needed. Mm. So I had a, a long list of resources and I put them all together and then the ref came along and said to me okay so talk me through what you did and i said well i infused the fuse with this stuff yeah i made this compound mixture i made uh we didn't have any bomb casings because uh my brother makes the bomb casing so we used a troll bone as the the fucking the 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 casing and then I, i was like okay my intention is so i've got this silver and what the explosive is going to do is it's going to fragment, it's going to compress, then fragment this thing into a dust, which is going to explode around the bomb, okay? Right. And they were like, is your intention to make this bomb go bang, or is it to compress the silver, is it to blah, 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 blah? And I kept them answering these questions, and I showed them the diagram, they took the diagram away, and then they had a word over the radio about what I'd done. And then they said, you, you have what you believe to be a moon dust bomb amazing and i'm like okay cool so then i am part of bomb i am the bomb squad that's in charge of going with the witches and trying to find the fucking uh vampire so um oh i should mention there's a, a guy called drax who's part of our camp as well and he's uh doesn't have an eye Right. So for the whole weekend, he hasn't had an eye. Um, this poor man was tortured for a while. Uh, Mal has an ability where her everyone has like a secret superpower to themselves. Right. Her secret superpower is to give someone mild diarrhea or make them have trippy hallucinations. Right. Um, <laughs> Mal gave this guy hallucinations. He had a terrible time. Um, Mal's. But then I was thinking, like, this is actually very powerful if used in the right way. So imagine if you snuck into a camp, invisible, and poured this stuff into the food. Right. And then they'd all be tripping balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. this is very powerful. Yeah, yeah. But Mal just uses it to basically torture people she knows. Right. That's all she really uses it for. Sure, sure, sure. Um, anyway, so we head off. So I'm basically trying to wait until we come across said vampire right. and i will know the vampire because it's got a, a ruff around its neck okay so i'm like we're heading forward sorceresses mages are going 
fucking ham. They're fucking blasting people. They're setting people on fire. They're doing all this shit. Heading up there. They're fighting and fighting. And then a call comes out. There he is. Vampire. So I start making my way up the hill. Um, and there is said vampire. Okay. So I pull out my my explosive. Uh, I give it a kick, quick kiss. Light the fuse. And yeet it at the guy. Okay. And then uh, the bomb goes off. And there's like, time freeze. So we all have to just pause. And then he goes off. And then another guy comes out in a fucking vampire mask. Um, and they have to swap the rough over. And uh, time in again. And I'm like, it worked. It fucking worked. Because I didn't know if it <laughs> if was going to actually work or not. So yeah. I was like, uh, I'm a genius. Um, the vampire fight was a lot. There was a lot of shouting. Right. So the plan was that the they were going to... Part one of the plan was my bomb working. It did. Great. Yeah. You did your bit. I was like, possibly a 30% chance it would work, but it worked. And then they were going to burn, burn the vampire with the mages. So they were going to like vaporize the, the thing. Right. This had uh, mixed results, I right. would say. A lot of people getting blast around the place. A lot of like mind control things, so it would turn uh, like people against their friends. So like at one stage, Wanda just started burning her friends, you know, wow, like okay. uh, and all this shit. Like she's just yelling fire, fire, and it's like. It's really kicking off. Uh, <laughs> me and Merlo hung back a little bit at this stage. Uh, we'd done our jobs. Yeah. Um, eventually, they battered down this fucking vampire and they kill it. And GG, we won. Hooray us. Um, that and basically, great. that's another thing that I've technically killed. I'm basically a witcher. An, an uber vampire yeah elder vampire I don't think it was an elder vampire but for the benefit of people asking it was an elder vampire yeah um, head back to camp uh, Dr. Portal and Mal are nowhere to be found what what so everyone's like where the fuck are they what's going on and then a few minutes go by and then Dr. Portal and Mal appear with uh, a Nilfgaardian and we're like run over there and like oh is he still alive and they're like no he's dead and I'm like well what the fuck is the point in a dead Nilfgaardian anyway they get a spoon and take his eye out and then using the last of Dr. Portal's magic for that day give Drax his eye back (laughs) they stole this guy's eye stuck it in Drax's head bada bim two eyes and they got the colour almost right amazing so it's not a million miles away. Um, so that was like a nice, happy, feel-good end to the weekend. Was uh, Drax getting both of his eyes back? So good, mate, dude. It sounds so good. I'm so jealous. I'm gonna have to try and make it Northern Kingdoms at some point. I'm. Uh, it just sounds so good, mate. Northern Kingdoms is so fucking good. They've only got one event on next year because the, uh, some of the game organizers are selfishly getting married. <laughs> How dare they? Um, what am I going to do? So there's talks of player events and a few other bits and pieces. Like, I just want to... I want to pick up the controller and play this. Yeah. Okay? I want to I wanna go and rescue my brother. I want to go and rescue Count Roger. I want to find this fucking bomb maker. Yeah. And we are going to... 
we're going to have some words. If it ends in some like uh, bomb versus bomb maker high noon, it'd be hilarious. Do you know I thought about that movie uh, Blown Away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah, the, yeah, is yeah. it 90s or 80s where the two bomb makers are trying yeah. to get like a bomb disarmer and a bomb maker and they're like, there's like a bomb under the sea yeah. and then he has to like disarm the bomb and all yeah. that stuff. Like, yes. Yes, I want that. <laughs> so badly. Like, I want to I wanna sit down and hear a click and then be like, uh-oh. <laughs> Everybody leave and go get my brother. <laughs> it's like a lethal weapon where he's on the toilet mm. and it has to get mm. disarmed. It's like... Yeah. Yeah. Like he, Too old for this shit. <laughs> he sent me a potpourri bomb for fuck's sake. Like, so good. Yeah, but I love this idea of like tracking him down and like is the jewellery maker already dead? Is like, it all the Did he know that you would do it? Well, I found a piece of the bomb. Right. So he knew that I could scry the letter, but would he know I could scry the individual part of the bomb? Would he? Or would he? Or would he? Does he Does he know? The game is afoot! He's, um, a, he's always one step ahead. <laughs> yeah, but now I've got Merlot. Amazing. I've got the sneaky elf. Um, like... There's I've a lot got, going on. I've got tools, okay? Yeah. Like, he's fucking with the Dragons of Tucson here, which might or might not be us, okay? Like, um... <laughs> but yeah, only one event next year. Only one. That's crazy. Yeah. That's a lot. Sucks. Yeah. And like I said, I need to play two events a year to 13 years <laughs> to get out from Bodu Vals. Man, it sounds so good. I'm so jealous. Honestly, the effort that the game runners go to to tell individual stories mm. and like when you get your downtime yeah it's so exciting and then the the joy of the crew like the crew like we're all lined up watching the court case and had a great time and found it really funny and like everyone just enjoyed it and it's just like it's like they're enjoying doing the game mm. i'm enjoying playing the game it like it just it's a yeah. feedback loop of just like mega keen like i think what they're doing there is super special i think like i would go so far as to say a bad northern kingdoms event is better than most other larp events i've been to mm. like that's how good they are and then ever so often like when like when Northern Kingdoms is good, it's fucking mind blowing. Um, at the end of the event, they always give like a like a, a, a MVP award mm. to someone who's been, and they they came up with a few. Uh, the crew mentioned a few nominations on who they thought would be, and all of them were fucking amazing. But uh, Paige uh, won the actual amazing. top thing, and I was like, that is so well deserved and yeah. you know Paige is like oh yeah I didn't expect it. it's like Paige you absolutely nailed it you are a you are a queen of role play like uh, so she's so incredible we've had the good fortune of uh, playing some TCRPGs with Paige and obviously playing Empire with Paige she's just a phenomenal role player yeah amazing um, yeah which should be ooh, there's yeah, There's stuff happening. There's stuff happening. We're um, working on stuff. We're probably. I don't have any more LARPs coming up. There might be some last minute LARPs, but probably yeah. next is going to be Christmas time. 
Um, if you have questions for us, that's a really helpful thing for us to do for our Christmas episodes. Yep. So uh, on Facebook, in the comments of wherever you watch uh, watch or listen to this, yep. um, yeah, let us know. Like if you have any questions, now now is the time. Um, and we're also going to do the Christmas raffle, which yeah. is going to be fucking super baller. exciting. And we've got we've got some fun stuff planned with that that's be coming up soon. Yeah, so. yeah, it's uh, it's super exciting. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Oh, let's do a Patreon, shall a we? Patreon. Uh, we Roll have, the random number generator. We have fourteen patrons. Roll d fourteen. Yeah. Okay. I will roll it. Number one. Ooh. Who have we got, Dave? We have got... We've got Ralph Wellington, uh, who uh, actually I, I know through through Empire and is uh, phenomenal. So thank you so thank much. Thank you very uh, much, Ralph. Really appreciate it. Also, uh, welcome to Rook, um, who is also supporting the podcast now. Who is phenomenal, one of the people uh, who camps right next to us. Oh, are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. yeah. That's awesome. Hey, well, I appreciate yeah. it, guys. Um, uh, thank you to all of our patrons. Thank you to you for listening to us yes. uh, go on and on. Um, and we will join you next time. Next time. Thank you so much. Is there, do you want to sign out with some uh, Tusoni Kabuari uh, thing? I'm going to stick an explosive up his ass!